0: Hello, this is Rabbi Davidovich for a second part to the discussion we started uh, earlier about the connection between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, I'd like to emphasize another point which I have been thinking about non-stop over the course of these past uh, almost four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Someone left me a message that the connection between Yom Kippur and Sukkot can be compared to a form of Chol HaMoed. I thought that was a brilliant point, and I've even seen that point as well elsewhere. That just as Chol HaMoed connects the beginning of a Yontif with the end of a Yontif, so too these four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot are a form of a Chol HaMoed, in that Yom Kippur is the beginning of a certain process, and Sukkot is the conclusion of that process. I thought that was beautiful. Yom Kippur so often focuses on mentioning what we did wrong, but Sukkos is really about what we should do right. I remember seeing years ago somewhat of a brief handbook, if you will, just a few pages long, on what corporations can do when they have messed up and have earned the distrust of a community because of something that they did wrong, whether they did a thing wrong in the product they offer, and the service they offer, or in the customer service that they offer. And one of the things that was mentioned was that when a company does something wrong, besides for apologizing to the person who wrote the nasty, angry letter, they can also, or they need to also, make a point in their apology letter of not just saying that they're sorry, but pointing out exactly what steps they have taken to make sure that the company culture will improve and be better, not just to say we'll never do it again that's fine, you'll tell me what you won't do, but tell me what you will do. And that is what Sukkos is about, which is why it's so beautiful, how it's so full of mitzvos masios, practical things that can be done, so that teshuva doesn't become a matter only of saying, I did something wrong, but the teshuva of Sukkos, or the celebration of the teshuva of Sukkos, is to, is to say that teshuva is a yes it's a positive statement of what they will do. And leading up to that, we have this four-day process. The Mikubalim point out that the four-day process matches the four letters of Hashem's name, which are also, in the language of chasidus considered a process as well. Meaning the Yud is the process of thinking of the big, brief idea. And then the He, which is the second letter of Hashem's name, is about fleshing out the idea. And then the Vov is about thinking about ways to actually make it happen. And then the last He is the practical final event of the thing actually happening. And everything requires those four steps. So here we are in this space, in in these four days, which represent no time at all. They're just the time that is... Minimally necessary to get things done, so that Sukkus gets started, so that we even find you can take a look in the book of Ezra, towards the very back of anyone's Tanakh, after Ezra tells the Jewish people what they have done wrong and ha- teaches them Torah, and they get this big shock wave on Rosh Hashanah, extending through Yom Kippur about what the mistakes they have made and they realize how they have fallen short. They say what do we do now and ezra says well guess what as i've just read over here and he reads to them about sukkahs and they get excited about sukkah so that sukkahs becomes the realization to do everything that they want to do and to undertake all of the resolutions of everything they have imagined what should be their best life according to the torah all of that is fulfilled on sukkahs That is why there are many who take this opportunity, the fourth day, meaning this day of Erev Sukkos, of making a point of binding their Lulav and hadasim and Aravos in the sukkah on Erev Sukkos afternoon, besides for all the other preparations like the cooking and making sure that the schach is up, but they also think right now this will be the fulfillment. On Rosh Hashanah we ask for life, on Sukkos we speak of water. We don't want it to rain on Sukkot, but water is the practical meaning of what it is that we mean when there is life. Everyone who has studied anything having to do with organic chemistry or uh, organic life at all knows how much water is uh, part of that. So this is where we are left on Erev Sukkot the fulfillment, the last letter of Hashem's name, this last day of Cholomoed, now to go into the final days of the of, of Yom Kippur, if you will. The conclusion of Yom Kippur is Sukkot. I want to wish you all a Chag Sameach, enjoying being in Hashem's shade in the Sukkah and celebrating the gift of life and water with these four minim, these four types of vegetation that have a heavy reliance on water, which is a heavy reliance on life, and the way that we ask Hashem, through the medium of those mitzvos, and the ultimate simcha, which is why Sukkot is called Zman Simcha Seinu, not only because of the simcha of the harvest, but the simcha of Yom Kippur. Gut